This is Wednesday Interruption, episode number 143, The Pumpkin Advocate, for Wednesday, October 31st, 2012. On this week's episode, coffee junkies get their fix during Hurricane Sandy, what your Halloween costume says about you, and Canadians are stupid. All that and so much more coming up right now on Wednesday Interruption. We need to talk about your TPS reports. Ain't nobody got time for that! Don't be jealous that I've been chatting online with babes all day. As a kid, as a wife, and as a husband, because they raping everybody out here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Wednesday Interruption, episode number 143 for Wednesday, October the 31st, 2012. It's Halloween. Well, not really, but it is. We're not taping on Halloween, but it's Halloween. But it's Halloween. Happy Halloween to you. Halloween, I must say, has lost a little bit of its luster now that I'm not in college. Uh, yeah. You know, Although it's... I did go to a party last week. Ooh. So. Ho- did you dress I'm still up? I in college. So. I did. What did you dress up as? A locked out hockey player. <laughs> so, like, just plain clothes or? I wore No, I wore a jersey and threw some chains around me. Oh, oh that's funny. That's fun. Yeah, no one got it. Like, really? It's not that hard. I was, uh, we have a thing at Kellogg where all the little children of Kellogg come in and they go around to the conference rooms and they, you know, um, they, they get you... candy from people. Are you bringing your kids in? I was bringing my kids in. <laughs> no. That's good. That's and good. Uh, I, I was handing out candy. I was one of the hander-outers of candy. And, uh, is that your official title? That was my official title. And I was thinking about dressing up, but I didn't end up doing it. But I thought I had to. Luckily, I learned I didn't. But I was scrambling late. I was like, what could I dress up as? And so I was looking up easy Halloween costumes online. And there were some really good ones. Like my favorite, what I was going to do was you get a shirt, and then you write, go ceiling on the shirt, and then you get pom-poms, and you're a ceiling fan. I thought that was cool. <laughs> That's so stupid. I love it. I know. And then there was the other one, which was you get... I'm sorry, but that is such a Jacob costume. Like, that is such a... You would love that, Jacob. It's brilliant. It's hilarious. Brilliant. The other I one... I hate being this dark. You, what? You hate being this dark? Yeah. I want you to see my beautiful face. Yeah. That didn't help at all. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so I didn't, I didn't end up going as anything. But, you know, I thought about it. That's right. I also thought about going as Roger Goodell. Mm. So just wearing a suit and telling everybody to stop having fun. That would have, that would have been good. I was, uh, I, 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 there was really no incredibly inventive costumes from the children, I will say. Uh, with, no. with the ex- I did like. How old were they though? I mean, they were kids. They were like the the average, the mean or median age was probably like four or five. Like they were young kids. Aww. But my favorite was this little baby who was you know like just uh, fresh out of the oven, and uh, <laughs> he was dressed up as a little baby R two D two, and it was really cool. That's awesome. He was he was he was badass. Uh, so yeah, that's fun. But Halloween is today. Which, speaking of which, yeah, what Lucasfilm? I, I was going to transition into that. We have that in the lineup today. Beautiful. So, so hold your pants on, 
I will. We'll talk about Poor dog. Literally hold Whatever. them. They shouldn't be falling off because you're sitting down. I, they might. I, I, you, oh, that no. sounds terrible. That's not good. That's just awful. What is going on? I think we lost Don already. Oh, it's going to be a rough show. Hey, Brianne's yeah. not here. Eh. The reason Brianne's not here is because she said that the... Her internet <sighs> would sound like Don. I don't know. Well, she said that her internet, her, the sleet and the snow and the freezing rain in eastern Michigan is, which is really happening, that's that's a thing, um, is, is causing her internet to slow down. So that's why she can't be here with us tonight. That's not a thing. Well, maybe it is. Your internet seems to be worse than usual. That's true, and it does kind of suck here. Yeah. Is it sucking in Bowling Green, Mary-Kate? No. No. See? See? Eastern Battle- Kentucky is getting snowed on, like, over by West Virginia. But we just have a bunch of wind here. That's all. We have wind. And I think that earlier Kevin could sense the storm because he was going, Rusty. Kevin is a beast, so I'm sure he was sensing everything up in there. He is a beast. Actually, he's a fox, technically. He is a fox. Uh, I think he's a fox who wanted to go O-U-T-S-I-D-E, but he's going to have to wait. Speaking of storms, obviously there's a pretty big storm that just walloped the East Coast. Well, uh, yeah. If you saw some of those imageries and and things over there. Uh, It's pretty nutty. Um, Really, really bad. In fact, one of the guys, we just had a new guy start at work who was uh, moved from Long Island. Now, his family's still in Long Island. Right. Yeah, and he showed me a picture today. He said his wife, where they were staying, I don't know if it's still their old house or not, but where they were staying, um, the power was out, and they were looking for why the power was out. She was going around in her car, and there's a transformer down at the end of the block um, that, like, all over the road landed on top of a car. And I'm like, whoa, that's... He had a picture oh, of it on gosh. his iPhone. It's like, you got to watch out for those things. That's that's bad, that's bad news. Well, I can't believe, like, the big fire in... Uh, where was that? Queens. Yeah. Like, oh, I just, you don't need that when you're already dealing with the storm. Yeah. Um, and it was really interesting last night. Uh, David Letterman and Jimmy Fallon both uh, taped shows. I watched Fallon. Without a studio audience. It was awkward. It was so weird. It was really strange. Like, yeah. But I, I commend him for doing it, but it was just weird. Well, I mean, I guess... Uh, Maybe they just I didn't wa- see it with guests, though. I went to bed before the guests came. I just watched the monologue on YouTube this morning. I didn't actually watch it last night. The monologue was funny. I'm asleep by then. Talk. I'm an old man now. Well, it helps I, that I'm in Central it's, Time. Uh, that's David that's Letterman's not, musical guests perform without an audience. Now, that was awkward. Oh, that is weird. No audience to the musical guest? Yeah. Yeah. Bad stuff. So, um, anyways, so in all that destruction and everything out there, uh, there is some news we can still pull from that that East Coast that we could talk about on this show and make fun of. Uh, <laughs> I don't worry. I I set out today. I'm like, what can we make fun of? And uh, I found something. Okay. Um, Starbucks had a. I love Starbucks. Yeah. I want to go right now. They had a they had a total shutdown. They had they ordered all of their New York stores to close. All right, like the state. Or? No, like in the city. Okay. In, in all of New York City, all of their stores they ordered to close. There was a corporate mandate, right? Which mm-hmm. is creepy in of itself, because when all the Starbucks close, like you know the world's coming to an end. 
Right, exactly. <laughs> like that's the end right there. So there was only one Starbucks in New York that disobeyed this order. And it was uh, one next to the Marriott Marquis in Times Square. And okay. people flocked to it yesterday to get their Starbucks, you know, before the hurricane yeah, hit. They're fixed. Bethany Owings walked 10 blocks with her daughter, who's one and a half years old, to get in a, in hur- a hurricane. In a hurricane to get Starbucks. She said, I saw on Facebook that they were open. So she's like, I need my Starbucks. That's insane. Wow. That's I mean, really stupid. I love Starbucks, okay? And that is insane. Uh, I love this woman's reaction. Chris Hernandez, 29, says, quote, When she said they were open, I was like, pack the baby up, let's go. There's no... <laughs> Get the baby, we're going to Starbucks. There's nothing else we wouldn't... We would have gone out for. This makes wow. the day complete. You have a problem, lady. These people are stupid. I'm comfortable telling you that. You know, interesting Starbucks story. Yes. I hate how dark my face is. Really, it's not <laughs> a big deal at all. Bothering me. Anyway, um, I was in New Orleans last week, and to get to a Starbucks, I had to ask a hotel concierge, like, where is the Starbucks? Because in that city, and walking through both the Central Business District and the French Quarter, I couldn't find one. Jeez. Like, what American city can you not see 12 in these days? So, sure enough, the only Starbucks that um, was in walkable distance from where I was, which was in the French Quarter, was um, in a Sheridan. It was weird. Don, you might... Are you still there, Don? I'm barely hanging on. You might want to turn off your video. There's that. There's a video button at the top right. You can. It says on right now. You hit that, it'll turn it off. Oh, no, that's not even possible right now. What do you mean that's not even possible? Well, I have the spinning wheel of death on my computer, and oh. nothing is working at all. Oh. It's just kind of sitting here. So I can hear you guys fine. Is the audio coming through all right? Yeah, yeah your audio's fine. So it's right, your computer's then... fault. I think so, because it's literally just sitting here. Nothing is working, and it's not even telling me that the programs aren't responding That's or anything. That's not good. Well, no, that's, that seems pretty typical of this computer. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to, like, get a new one? Yeah, I'm thinking that's going to happen soon. I'm thinking I might leave Mac because I'm annoyed with the stuff that doesn't work on it. Like, I thought Macs were supposed to work with everything, like, but I yep. can't. What doesn't work? I cannot use a drop-down menu in a survey form for vernacular architecture on my Mac. Uh, are you just using Safari? No, it's a Word doc. Hell no. Oh, it's a Word doc? What? It's a Word document. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It's weird that you have a Word document with a drop-down menu in it. Yep. Who who does that? The um, state of Kentucky's historical something. They'd be crazy. Uh, so uh, this is another to piggyback off of the Starbucks article where the stupid people went out in a hurricane with a baby with a baby to get Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, you are dumb. Yeah. You know, someday I hope that baby says, "Mom, why did you endanger me?" Yeah. Hey, mom, you idiot. Why did you take me out in a hurricane to get Starbucks? What at what age do you think kids start saying idiot? Uh twelve. Twelve? Really? Twelve? That sounds about right though. Like what age what age I guess this is probably more of a question for Don and I than it is for Mary Kate, but at what age did you start cursing? Um, no, high school, I guess. Oh, right when Don was about to answer his <laughs> His call, his call goes out. 
I started I started cursing in seventh grade. Really? I think I was high school. High school? That's so old. Well, you gotta remember, I had younger siblings, though. Yeah, but surely you would have cursed somewhere along the line before high school. I probably said shit in eighth grade. I was. I had a. I had a really. I had like a sailor's mouth in in seventh grade. It was bad. It's like it's one of those things where like you 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 realize cursing, you discover a, like a bad thing, and then you just can't stop doing it. I don't think I had that experience. No. Well, I don't know. Like, I, it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing, but you discover something, and then you just yeah. can't stop doing it. I think that's what it was. Like, where did you swear all the time? I can't at imagine school. your mom putting up with that. Oh, at school. With who? Like your teachers? Oh no, you? my friends. You don't not in front of the teachers. No, you like you know, it's in your little group of friends in the classroom when the teachers aren't listening. I was I was a terrible child in terms of what came out of my mouth in seventh grade. When did you clean it up and realize that you needed to swear less? Uh probably high school. Wow, interesting. Yeah. I mean it do was Do you think do you think that you missed out on opportunities? Like, do you think people were not your friend because? Of oh no! In seventh grade, everybody swore. It was only the goody two shoes like you that didn't. Yeah, that would have been me. That's true. You were the goody two shoes in the corner, all being goody. No, I'd be in the front row. Two yeah. shoes. Yeah, that's true. You'd be in the front row. So in my high school, I was more of a back row kid. I was totally a back row kid all of my. For as long as I can remember, actually. I mean, I I wasn't really a back row kid, but not my that I, year, I not that I did anything mischievous. I just preferred right. being further away from the teacher, who you know could cold call me and ask me questions I wasn't prepared for. Right. Be like Mister Feeney. Um, I, I wish I had Mister Feeney in real life. Don't you? I I do too. So, a Monster Energy drink has been uh, in a little bit of a. PR nightmare lately because they have been blamed. Because they're not Red Bull? Well, no, but they've been blamed for two deaths um, of people, or maybe it's one death. It was a 14-year-old guy, uh, kid who drank two 24-ounce cans of Monster in the day before she unexpectedly died late 2011. And Ooh. the coroner's report described, quote, caffeine toxicity, uh, toxicity? toxicity toxicity as it contributing to her death. So she had too much caffeine in her. So now the question becomes: Could I die of that? I drink a lot of coffee. What we're gonna find out. So, like, I have a lot of caffeine in a day. Well, I mean, it's too bad Brianne's not here because she has a hell of a lot more than than you do, or any of us probably. Probably, well, maybe not combined. No, but because she doesn't drink soda. Soda doesn't have that much caffeine. It compared and to I coffee. I drink the same amount of coffee that she does plus soda. Well, compared, yeah. Well, coffee's got a lot of caffeine in it, a lot more than soda. Like how much? Um, I think I've looked at it before, and uh, let's look at the amount of caffeine in coffee. Maybe this this article might actually go into it, so we'll just read it, and then if we if we have questions afterwards, we'll ask them. Hopefully, Don makes his way back. I don't know so if he's gone for good. Oh, maybe he texted me. Oh, he did. Computer bit it. Be back shortly. All right. Well, oh, gosh. Oh, boy. So uh, it says... Because uh, uh, I probably drink, like... I make my coffee pot up to line four every day, and I probably drink, you know, the equivalent of 16 ounces of coffee, two cups. So it says... Cup to two cups of it says right here, people typically ingest just one to two milligrams of caffeine per beverage. Right? So okay. one to two milligrams. Uh, according, like, is that like a Diet Coke? That would be like a Diet Coke or a coffee. I mean, the average across all of your drinks. Okay. According to Jack James, who is the editor-in-chief of the Journal of Caffeine Research, 
which is why is that a journal why is, why that, is that a, a whole journal don't know he says that overdose for adults caffeine overdose for adults requires roughly 10 grams of caffeine oh my gosh that's a lot it's a lot of caffeine especially if you have one milligram so even if you had 10 caffeinated drinks in a day yeah. you'd only be at 10 milligrams yeah you'd still so have to drink people getting all these 10 more you'd have to drink 100 so where are these people getting this stuff like well, how bad is monster so it says a 2005 Forensic Science International article on two fatal caffeine overdoses in New Mexico pegs the figure closer to about 5 grams, an amount that uh, would still require drinking more than 6 gallons of McDonald's coffee in a day. To, well, yeah, I suppose wow. in a day. Whereas a normal cup of coffee might bring the concentration of caffeine in your plasma to 2.5 to 7 milligrams. So, ca- so coffee is 2.5 to 7 milligrams. You'd need... Five grams at minimum to overdose. Six gallons of McDonald's coffee. Six gallons of McDonald's coffee. Yeah, I'm not getting angry. So why do people freak out about drinking caffeine? I don't know. The two people who died in New Mexico. Hey, Don's back. Welcome back. Oh, hi. How was your computer's death? Oh, it sucked as usual. Well, at least it's better now. Is it? I don't know. We'll find out. I mean, you sound fine. You sound fine now. I don't know. If you want to turn off your video as a precautionary measure. You no, re- I'm going to leave it on and see what happens. Right, yeah, sure. how come Jacob hates your face, Don? Yeah, get your face out of here. I don't want to see it. All right, fine. I don't, I don't, I don't, no, I, I miss your face. It. Bring it back. Nope. Uh, so anyways, we're talking about caffeine overdosing. Do you okay. want to take a guess at how much caffeine you have to drink in a day to overdose? About as much as Brienne has. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Close. Five grams of yeah. caffeine... Which would be right. six gallons of McDonald's coffee. Oh, shit. There's a lot. That's not a small number. No, it is not That's at all. It's amazing to me that in just two 24-ounce cans, that kid could overdose. Like, how caffeinated is Monster compared to coffee? Well, I don't know. Like, I don't know if he it's really... It's got, like, two times the amount of caffeine. Yeah, it's got a lot. But I don't think that he necessarily overdosed on caffeine so much as the caffeine just maybe screwed up his heart rate and he had some heart problems to begin with. Like, I feel like you've got to sure. have some, some you know, other things going on here. Maybe not. Oh, here we go. Here's the answer. Two cans of Monster each day contain 240 milligrams of caffeine. So 120 milligrams a piece. And you need, remember, five grams to overdose. So you're still not even at a gram after two. Now, if you had four a day, you'd be not even, you'd only be halfway there. Yeah. So that means you could have eight monsters in a day and only be I don't at one think gram. We're interpreting this right or doing math right or something because what? milligrams and grams. Well, I mean, and that's and that's just you know for for caffeine, like well, like what you said. There's a lot of other crap that's in that stuff. No, I we're calculating it right. The next line of the thing says, um, right. so. Uh, caffeine of a of Coca Cola. It says you have to drink fourteen cokes, and that would still be well within the bounds of what many people consume in a day. Oh my gosh! Fourteen cokes. I hope I don't consume that much. For instance, Starbucks Pike Place coffee would. Oh del- gosh! Is this what you drink? I, a lot. Yeah. Okay. Starbucks Pike Place coffee would deliver four hundred and eighty. Milligrams of caffeine with just 24 ounces. So 24 ounces is, is 480 milligrams of caffeine. I don't Do you want to know how many of those I had while in New Orleans? How many? Three. You had three? Yeah. In a three-day period? Yeah. And were they the 24-ounce ones? 
Yeah. Okay. So that's still. But, for, but it wasn't all coffee. There was soy milk in there. Well, still. <laughs> I, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's. No, it doesn't at all. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, the, the the moral of the story is you're not going to die of overdosing on caffeine because it's very hard to do. I'm yes. glad because I drink a lot of it. And. You know, that's a lot of caffeine you have. It's six gallons. Just remember, six gallons of coffee. That's a lot. Like I said, that is not a small number. I mean, that's. I mean, Brianna is probably what, like five gallons a day? <laughs> probably. Yeah. She's close. I mean, does anybody drink like in, in one day? Do you, I don't even think cumulative you drink probably two gallons of 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 liquid. Right. I probably do. No, there's no way. That's a lot. It's probably a gallon, maybe a gallon and a half. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. So uh, that's if I, you know, down a water bottle or something. Yeah. I try to drink forty-eight ounces of or forty, yeah, ounces of water in a day. Two of my. You know, it's weird. I used to be a lot better at drinking water at Michigan State than I've been here, and I don't even know why. I don't have good reason. I've been pretty good because I actually drink more water. Yeah. So do I. Here. Actually. Um, I drink most of it at work, though. Not not so much at uh, at home. See, that's where I mostly drank my water too. Was at work, and now I don't really go. I just drink it at home because I don't. You know, I always get thirsty at night. I'm not thirsty throughout the day ever. Yeah, I, am. I like I just... freak out if I don't have water with me, man. Yeah, yeah. I still don't carry it with me, but I will drink like a bottle when I get home. Hey, guess what? 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 It's Halloween. It is. And as such, let's do a study about Halloween. Or let's okay. What's I, I bought a dozen pumpkin donuts yesterday, and they're just staring at me. Cool story. I was going to say, Bro. how many do you have left? Um, I have eaten. Okay, I don't know if I want to tell you about it. Uh, okay, okay, bye. Okay, <laughs> she's like, I don't want to say anything, bye. Like, peace out. A study by whatsyourprice.com. Do you want to guess what, what your, whatsyourprice.com is? No, I don't. It's the only dating website where suitors bid for dates. That is awesome. It's kind of like prostitution. Wait a second, wait a second. Are these no. all like French-made type girls? No, these are like Americans. You just you want to go on a date with somebody, you bid for them. Oh, this person is good looking and might be fun. I will pay $200 to go on a date with you. That's like a charity date auction, but it, it's, but like it's a lot more sad. Who gets Why the money? Why is it more sad? This is not for charity? Because this is like the no, last resort. For life. Yeah, this is your last resort. This is, I can't find like anybody. Everything else has failed. I might as well pay for somebody. Yeah. But anyways, they did a study uh, using 2,500 men and women from their pool of members, and they wanted to find the meaning behind Halloween costumes. So whatever you wear for Halloween, this is what it says about you. All right. Okay. So, subjects were asked a series of questions in regards to the matter, including their own costume choice for the year. The study also revealed men's perception of sexuality among women who wore homemade costumes and those who simply bought theirs. So, here's what the results were. Results showed that women who dressed as sexy animals, so, sexy... Cats. Cats. Cats are very popular. Rabbits. Other animals. Sharks. Uh, What? (laughs) Sharks. Sharks? I don't think that's a popular one. Oh, you'd be surprised. I could be wrong. How many sharks have you seen? Zero. But well, I've there seen should be sharks at your school because that's a internet. law school thing. Come here, Kevin. That's true. 
That's anyway. actually smart. Oh, uh, Kevin's going to be on the show now. <laughs> too bad Kevin doesn't talk ever. He talks when he's chasing squirrels. Did he? Does he bark at the squirrels? Yep, but not as much as he just runs at them. Anyways, so if you dress up as a sexy animal, that means you're generally lonely or lacking physical contact. Womp womp. So the idea here is that um, uh, this is what the CEO, Brandon Wade, the CEO and founder of whatsyourprice.com said, quote, wearing racy lingerie or bikini shows willingness for immediate contact. It exposes a woman's mating features such as wide hips and full breasts. While the animal aspect represents not only something cuddly. Mating features? Mating features. Really? The CEO of whatsyourprice.com would describe it as mating features. That's correct. Uh, Kevin looks rather uncomfortable right now. Oh, no, he I know, looks. I'm trying to get him comfy. Kevin is the official dog who wins the interruption. <clears throat> Anyways. Do you still look uncomfy? No, he looks very happy now. <clears throat> so, uh, moving on. Men and women who dressed as superheroes had submissive personalities. <laughs> yeah. So, That's funny. These individuals lacked leadership you know roles what? and great responsibility in their daily lives. On the other hand, men who dressed as CEOs pimps or any other authority figure were, <laughs> were extroverts uh and on the not so shy side of arrogance so who dresses as a ceo by the way for halloween well like people used to go as what like um um oh gosh yeah, no oh my uh-huh. gosh like bill gates or yeah but that's a person um, you're, in, you're imitating a person I, I unless i guess maybe that's like you're imitating a ceo I think that's the idea behind it. Okay. So Bill Gates or Steve Jobs or Donald Trump or. Too soon, man. Too soon. Who? Steve Jobs? Yeah. Too soon. Are you sticking. What are you. I thought you were sticking the earbud in Kevin's ear. No, I was taking off his colors. Uh, Okay. He needs a makeover. Those who opted for childhood characters rated as the most satisfied and mature among their peers, which is ironic. It's so ironic. In the study group, nice. though, though men and women who dressed as pop culture figures were social butterflies, they like also... What, Andy Warhol? Lady Gaga? Yeah, exactly. They also tested as having a higher occurrence of insecurity and regularly needed affirmation or acceptance from their peers. That yeah. sounds about right. It does. Uh, if you were a woman and you dressed in a scary costume, you prefer to stay under the radar. And if you are uh, if you are a man or a woman who choose to be a sexy referee, football player, or any other sports-related costume, you're not often athletic, but you have secret aspirations for playing the sport in your past. So you wanted to be a football player, but you were a girl, so you so you couldn't be. I wanted to be a football player, and I was a girl, so I became a cheerleader. It's not the same. At all. Not quite. Sticking with the Halloween the, theme. The best costume I saw over the weekend, uh, one of my friends dressed up as Nelly. I thought that was funny. Ooh, Nelly. With the band-aid? Yeah, that was good. That is good stuff. And, and it was a girl, so that went even better. Was she like black? That. No. But she's from St. Louis. So, yeah, but it was really funny. That's the good stuff. I haven't... Uh... You know, because I'm not going into any any Halloween parties, my only ex- exposure to Halloween costumes this year will be Facebook. So, I don't know. Uh, I haven't really... You know what? I think I might actually have a Halloween party that I'm supposed to go to. Oh! Find out. Ain't you fancy. 
I have another one that I could go to this weekend, but I just don't feel like it. I don't have any friends, so I don't get to go to Halloween parties. I'd have to pay for this one. That's why I'm not going. What? <laughs> yeah. What kind of Halloween party is that? What are you? It's being put on by the older students, and they like rented out this banquet hall, and apparently you just pay all this money, and then it's open bar for the whole night. Like, that seems like a terrible plan, but all right. <clears throat> That's going to be a bunch of passed out people on the floor. Right, and my question was, how do I get home? Because Valparaiso has two, count them, two taxis. I counted them, and they were two. Only two. There are two. Oh my gosh, I'm going to read this. Um, Not email. companies. They have two cabs. Like physical cars. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Wow, that's bad. What are you going to read? Uh-huh. You were saying? I'm going to read you this Halloween party invite because it's fantastic. Please do. Better okay, this be is good. from my professor. Are you missing the festivity of New Orleans? Does the prospect of Halloween look dreary because you live off the trick-or-treat beat? Do you like pizza? Drop by the home of Erica Brady and, jo- and Nolan Porterfield uh, between 4.30 and 7 in the heart of Bowling Green's world-renowned trick-or-treat quarter. And you can help distribute the swag. My mother will be joining us. She doesn't much care for Halloween, so this is a nice distraction for her. She loves to meet our students. This sounds like a good time. This is like the yep, complete antithesis. This is the antithesis of Don's party. Don's party is directions. Watch out for ghosts. Wow. Don's party yeah, is going to that. Don's party is get drunk, and your party is hang out with your professor's mother, and, <laughs> and hand out candy. <laughs> and hand out candy. It's not quite the same. Not quite the same at all. Both a college experience, but not quite the same one. Mm-hmm. We always just rejected me. Where'd he go? He's like, I'm tired of being held by you. You hold me poorly. So every year we do uh, some kind of a talk or discussion around the best and the worst Halloween candy. Yep. yep. It always ends the same way. It always That's... ends the same way. Everyone's shocked that I like dots. Yeah, dots. Because dots suck. Dots are awful. So um, this year I decided we're not going to have that discussion per se. Instead, okay. we're going to have a discussion. Uh, this is actually a, a list of the best and worst Halloween candy from dentists. So this is what dentists say. I really want candy now. Oh, I need a God. That is, that's such a bummer I'll story. Right <laughs> I need some Tootsie Rolls. You have left like seven times this show. Where are you popping? Yeah. I'm not I, I will say I will say this about the Halloween candy. They now make, for this year, they've made orange Kit Kats. Ooh. Which somehow makes them incredibly better. Uh, anything. Kit Kats are awesome regardless. Right. I'm just saying another orange. So it's like, oh, they're for Halloween. I better eat them before Halloween comes. So the first one is the worst, is one of the worst ones uh, per dentists. Chewy sweets such as taffy gummy candies or even dried fruit. Bad. Bad. Bad for your teeth. Well, you're gonna have two. Those are my favorites. Mike and Ike's gummy bears. Mm. Oh, Mike and Ike's. I'm still working on that bag of Skittles. Yeah, Mike and Ike's are pretty nasty. Yeah, they're. I like juicy beets too. So these are the. So instead of those, you can get these. But these are a total bummer. Sugar-free lollipops and hard candies. Yeah, and everyone will throw them away. Sugar-free anything is terrible. It defeats the entire purpose. Hey, is anybody surprised that one of the worst candies for your teeth are Sour Patch candies? No, not at all. I like them. Sour candies are highly acidic and can destroy your teeth enamel. Yeah, Sour Patch kids are the bombs. 
<laughs> this next one I don't think should count because it's not really candy. Sugar-free gum is good for you. Come give, on, man. Come on. Right? If someone gives me sugar-free gum when I'm trick-or-treating, I'm like, uh, no thanks. I think that's, that's awesome. Like... No, that's that's no You fun. would think that's awesome. That sucks. Uh, in, uh, sticking now, now a worse one. It goes back and forth. If you haven't caught the pattern, it's worst, I got best, worst, best. Whew. I'm uh, glad you explained it. Though. You're welcome. Sugar snacks, including candy corn, cookies, and cake. Candy corn is just nasty anyway. Candy corn sucks. Candy I corn. love candy corn. Who decided that was Ugh. a good idea? They're not as good as the little candy pumpkins, though. They're not as good as anything else ever. I think that they made all the candy corn in the world in one sitting, <laughs> and no one eats it, and then they just, like, have candy corn army that goes and picks it out of the trash cans they and repackage they recycle it. it every year. I bet you they do. I really, like the, I really like the Christmas candy corn that's red and white and green. No. It's all disgusting. It tastes the same, which is gross. They gave that to us in class the other day, and I was like, no thanks, and I just kept passing it down the row. I, uh, I would rather have dots than candy corn. Agreed. Yeah. Absolutely. Candy corn is the worst. Oh, it sucks. Uh, last on this list in terms of best. You know, what? Go know, ahead. You know, the, the other thing about candy corn is? What? Whenever whenever you see it at a gathering, you're like, oh, maybe this year I will eat it. And then you <laughs> eat it and you're still fooled. It's true. Again. It's like, God, it still sucks. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Because you always you want to want candy corn because it's so synonymous with the holiday. You're like, I want this to be good. I want to enjoy this. But it's just like... Yeah. You know what the like, um, I gotta try it again. folklore term for a holiday is? What could be Holidays what could are, be what could possibly be more politically correct than holiday? Calendar ritual. Oh, come calendar on. Calendar ritual. Ah, you know so, what my favorite calendar cal custom? You know, no, you, know, you know what my favorite calendar custom is? Punch you in the face. Yeah, punch you in the face, Dad. <laughs> it's my favorite. Uh it's so stupid. Calendar ritual. I think it's okay. calendar custom. I don't care. There, it's no better. This is what I do. Is, ah. is I'm, it's just, yeah, that, doesn't, that doesn't mean you have to like it either. Yeah, it disturbs me that we pay someone to think about what we should call holiday instead of holiday. Because, you know, in yeah. Europe, so in Europe. calling them as like it's a category of custom. No. No, those are called holidays. Yeah, exactly. Uh, by the way, the final best one on this list is dark chocolate because it's got antioxidants oh, and love stuff. some dark chocolate i do not like it like i don't dislike it but i, I would never pick it over milk chocolate i agree i would i done prefer me some milk chocolate i'll just eat it just noms on that dark chocolate no i'm not what what's going yeah. on i don't know kevin's barking i didn't hear him bark neither did i i think you're hearing things no no, no. kevin doesn't bark Kevin, bark. Maybe he's like, uh, he's trying to protect on, you. Kevin? He's trying to what protect you, you. He's doing a very poor job. He's just standing well, he's there. He's looking out the window and he's going, woof, woof. Maybe, Maybe he's... he hates dots. <laughs> he's like, I hate dots too. Oh, yeah, by the way, candy corn sucks and it's holiday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just think he's going to get tired and just going to look down again. He's, uh, he's not a very good watchdog. My dogs do that all the time. They'll just sit at the window and be like, woof, and then go back to sleep. I'm like, yeah. Cool. Kevin's listening intently. He hears danger. Um, we're going to go back uh, and allude to, not allude to, we're going to talk real quick about what Don had alluded to at the beginning of the show, which is, uh, this, this is late breaking news, by the way. 
uh, which That's is right. which is that uh, Disney has acquired Lucasfilm for four billion dollars and is planning That's a lot of dollars a lot of dollars and is planning to release Star Wars Episode Seven in two thousand and fifteen. I think that's a mistake. Yeah, I think that's a terrible plan. What, the acquisition or the movie? The movie. The acquisition makes a lot of sense because they mm-hmm. already have, like, half of Lucasfilm's stuff at MGM Studios. Yeah. Or whatever it's called now. Uh, like, they've, they've been in cahoots for a long time, so that makes sense. But it's just like, hmm. Like, you, you probably shouldn't resurrect a franchise that has clearly ended. Right. Well, it gets worse. They're doing episode seven in 2015, and then they plan to release episodes eight and episodes nine uh, following. Which is like, I don't even good. understand how that could be a thing. Well, it's not stupid because that means four, five, and six are now going to be sandwiched between new production. Right, which is not a good plan. No, it's like well, it's, and, it's you almost get the impression like we're running out of series of film. Like Harry Potter ended, Twilight's ending. We need something. To continue in a series. I'm we so don't. excited about Lord of the Rings. A, why don't we have a new idea? No, no, new ideas are not allowed anymore in Hollywood. And they, and they, and Lord of the Rings isn't over because they're doing The Hobbit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so this is interesting because they get Lucas Arts with it, which is the video game development arm mm-hmm. of Lucasfilm. They also purchased Marvel three years ago for four billion dollars. So Disney, I didn't know that. Right. Disney just yeah. owns everything. They own they ABC, do, which, ESPN. Yep. They just own which is, everything. Which means now, you know, Motorola has to pay royalties to Disney. Yeah, that's true. Droid. Every time they use the word droid. Uh, Disney is going to make so much money off of this. It's, and like I said, it's a brilliant acquisition. It's just. Do it again. Did you hear him that time? No, I didn't. I think you're making it up. No, I'm not. Showing me him is not going to help me hear his barking. Yeah, especially because he doesn't bark very loud. He just goes. Ruff, ruff. Maybe he, you know, he's probably alerting you that there's a fire. You might want to get out quick. Maybe there's zombies. <gasps> he's got good z- zombie dar. He's got good zombie dar. You never know. Uh, we gotta speed things up here, folks. Uh, okay. Remember the story we talked about a couple of episodes ago about how. Uh, a strip club in New York was fighting to have pole dancers be tax exempt because it was an art. Yes. Yes. So there's been a ruling on this now. Oh, I want to know. And uh, I disagree with this ruling. Uh, pole dancers might be athletic and artistic, but their performances don't qualify for tax exempt status under New York New York law. It's not huh. tax exempt. I don't agree. I think it's art. Uh, the owners of Night Moves, an exotic dance club near Albany, New York, had sought to have pole dancing in private. Don't my Bob Seger. <laughs> Working on a night move. Qualified. Yep. They want to have it qualified as tax exempt since revenue collected from, quote, dramatic or musical arts performances is not taxable under state law. Now, here's my beef with this, right? Uh, let me read for you a quote from the majority. So the majority, if people don't know the terminology, they're the people that... Uh, was in the 4-3 ruling, these are the four, that said it was not tax-exempt. So he said, Mm -hmm. quote, Surely it is not irrational to conclude that a club presenting performances by women gyrating on a pole to music, however artistic or athletic their practice moves are, was, was was also not a qualifying performance entitled to exempt status. So what bothers me about that is they say in the ruling that it is, in fact, artistic and athletic, 
but it's just not qualifying because we say so. Yeah. This is basically what that yeah. says. Yeah. There's like no reasoning. Cool. It's just like it can't be because it can't be. Yeah. Now yeah, it's not because it's not. I like the uh, the the dissent. Now it was a close ruling. It was four three. This wasn't a runaway ruling. In the dissent, yeah. Judge Robert Smith uh, said that deciding the artistic merits of different dance forms quote is not the function of a tax collector. He said, Correct. "I know. I like it. I like his viewpoint." He said, "quote the different pe- the people who paid these admission charges paid to see women dancing. It does not matter if the dance was artistic or crude, boring or erotic." I agree yeah. with him. It's not the I tax mean, collector's job to say it's artistic or not. No, because I'm sure there are a lot of there. I'm sure there are a lot of people that go into those clubs and get exactly what they've paid for. Uh, and then you know, on the flip side, you know, possibly the next weekend, their wife or girlfriend wants them to go see ballet, and they're like, "This is not what I paid for. This is not what I wanted at all." Exactly. exactly. So, I bet you that yeah. I bet you that the. Uh, the reviews are more positive for the strip club than they are for the ballet. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Jacob, if I wanted to take you to a ballet, what would you do? I'd go to a strip club instead. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> no. I've seen ballet on a date, and it was fun. Uh, really? No. Yeah, really. I don't... Yeah, for you. Yeah. No, yeah. he took me. Is like, he... I didn't suggest it. Is he gay now? I no, was gonna he's say that's engaged a, a, to a girl. Red flags, man. Red flags. Yeah. Um. I see. Okay. So. Here's, okay. What about like the Nutcracker? Can we do that? Because it's at least no like, Christmassy. Not. Nope. I doesn't, would. Doesn't matter. I would go to the Nut. Do they take their clothes off at the Nutcracker? No. Oh. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. Um. I would go to the Nutcracker. Jacob, do you feel the need to see a stripper? Would, do we need to have a talk? Oh, no, I'm kidding. I would go see. I would go see ballet if it was like Black Swan and someone died at the end. Absolutely. Oh, spoiler alert! Sorry. Absolutely. Yeah, who cares? Uh, no one's gonna see that movie. Oh God, it sucked so bad. <laughs> yeah, no one wants to sit through that crap. Here's the uh-uh. thing: ballet is not for everybody. I hate how ballet is just like the quintessential. Oh, you should go see it because it's sensitive and it's artistic and this. No, it's boring. I'm sorry. For me, it's boring. Have and you even seen it? Have you ever seen ballet? I've seen enough of it to know it's boring. Have you ever seen ballet? I just can't appreciate yes. it. I have not. I can't I either. Not. Like I don't care. I've seen it on television. I've never yeah. seen it in person. PBS. Done. Yep. Exactly. Okay. But not Boom. live. But I would. I would maybe go see the Nutcracker. Maybe. But that's a maybe. Did we I mention? Hey, you know, chance I be in an orchestra together. <clears throat> dearest, yeah. dearest ballet performers, we have words. We're allowed to use them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Totes. Like, if uh, I'm going to go see something, I might as well go see a play. Yeah, I'd go see a play. I'm to- I've no, been to- plays are boring. I'd so much rather see the ballet. I'd, That's so wrong. I would totally go. I've been to a Broadway musical play before. I don't like musicals, but I don't like dramas. Oh, so you're allowed I- to not like something, but we're not allowed to not like ballet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. That seems fair. See, now I've taken someone on a date to a play or a musical. And she probably hated it. No, musical would be okay. Yeah. Kevin, don't leave. Can you stay here? No, we had a a good time. Kevin Kevin wants to go bark at the window. The problem with all that stuff is it is too damn expensive. That's very true. That's very true. What is Kevin doing that has you so upset? I think I have to go owe you... T-S-I-D-E. You think he's going to poop? I'm a little concerned. Or pee. 
No, nope, he's gonna go lay in his box. Okay, maybe he's not gonna pee in his box. No, I we're, see you. We're almost done here, anyways. I see you. Yeah. Okay, that's real nice. That's enough. Okay. <laughs> he's yeah, looking at me. He's so oh, cute. you know he he does live with you, so I bet that happens often. <laughs> he's looking at me like it's special. <laughs> he never looks at me. You um, guys are mean. I got a story about how Canadians are dumb. Yeah. Yeah. The majority, the majority of Canadian consumers are overspending each month, and some are counting on luck with a lottery or inheritance. So they're <laughs> spending more than they bring in, and they're like, ah, eh, it's no big deal. The majority. The majority. This is a serve. That's, that's a problem. I, I know. As like, a, do they have ginormous credit card debt? Like, how do you do that? They're buying, you know, you gotta buy the snow blowers and the snow tires and the snow stuff uh the survey for yeah. ca uh, credit canada debt solutions and capital one canada of 822 consumers in september found that 30 we love this yes found that 33 percent of respondents pinned their hopes on future financial security on winning a lottery jackpot or inheriting a large sum 33 percent are just like ah, i'm not worried about financial security i'll win the lottery wow it's not a majority well, no, the majority is if you combine the overspending and the luck amount. That's a majority. Oh, okay. okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Canada has dozens of government-operated lotteries that pay lump sums tax-free, uh, so that's why they think that they're going to win. As for overspending, food was the biggest cost overrun. More than two-thirds of respondents, 66%, said they routinely go over-budgeting grocery and food purchases each month. Half that's where I would go over to. See, that's yeah. weird because that's what Cause I go that's under. How I would on. justify it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's food. Half of them I said eating at restaurants puts them over the budget. Yeah, but thirty-three percent are just. I, I just am just astounded that thirty-three percent think that their financial security is in lottery and inheritance. That seems like a recipe that's for financial disaster. It's gonna look like Greece. It's gonna look like Greece, yo. Um. Let's see. I have three stories left before Idiot. I will quickly read the headline of one, and you will be very happy that... Um, so apparently there's a Hulk Hogan sex tape out there. I've heard this. Which is... Wait, what? I'm really happy that I haven't seen it, because that would just ruin me, my life. Wait, I cannot hear yeah. you! You can't hear me? No, I just unplugged my head Oh, okay. Hi. So Hulk Hogan... I, I, Hulk Hogan had a sex tape out there. And it was a videotape who? of Hulk Hogan. I don't know who that is. He used to be a wrestler. Yeah, look him. You, you'll recognize him if you Google search him. So there's a sex videotape featuring him and the former wife of this Florida radio personality. Now, I just want to give you the name of this radio person. Now, this isn't his legal name. This is his radio name. His radio name is Bubba the Love Sponge. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fantastic. That's not good. So the, the uh, yeah, go ahead. That's good. Yeah. No, no, continue. So uh, the good news is uh, Bubba the Love Sponge was going to release this sex tape and uh, and Hulk Hogan took him to civil, had a civil lawsuit and um, and it's been settled. So we will not see a Hulk Hogan sex tape and Bubba, Bubba the Love Sponge will stop talking about it. That's good. Bubba the Love Sponge. That's just wrong. It's a gr who, how how did you think of this name, Bubba the Love Sponge? I don't know. Uh, all right, let's go to Idiot of the Week times. That sounds like Florida. 
So it makes sense. But, yeah, that's a good point. People in Florida <laughs> would listen to that show. Yeah, it would. They, they probably like, had. I don't love that guy. They probably had a caller contest or something, and they were like, "Oh, Bubba the Love Sponge. That should be your name." That was a weird. He should rename himself. He should rename himself Harry Balls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Harry Balls the Love Sponge. That's right. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this story is He's loading. He's known for slowly. playing sex face in the morning. Oh. <laughs> Tie back, tie back to an older episode. Sex face, live on tour. Oh my gosh! Sex face. I would totally go to a sex face concert. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. You wouldn't. If even I go had to the ballet. option, if I had the option to do um, X or go see dubstep, I choose X yeah, every I know. time. Uh, what dubstep if X was movie. eating twelve pounds of candy corn in one sitting? I struggle with dubstep. I, I just don't appreciate it. I don't enjoy it. It annoys me. Have and my brother loves it. Dubstep is your really? ballet. Yeah. That's wrong. Brown, 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 brown. Wub, 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 wub. I, I saw some, I saw a meme the other day. It was this alien face. And it was like, tried to contact Earth. Earthlings thought it was dubstep. <laughs> <laughs> so I true. thought that was funny. Two universes. Idiot of the week, not many times. Calm down. Uh-huh. Calm down. Uh, two, ah. Yeah, there's enough out of you. Play Kevin, some... stay in your box. Um, okay. Two University of Colorado students were taken to Boulder Community Hospital early Sunday morning after they jumped out of a third-story window in front of police officers while trying to escape a party that was being broken up by two other officers. Um, <laughs> while, so it gets better as to the reasoning why they did this. It says, while the two officers were trying to shut the party down, two other officers on patrol outside noticed a woman, later identified as Daniela Santana Aguilar, uh, she was 18 years old, still is probably, uh, they came out onto the balcony and they asked three men below if they would catch her if she jumped. Uh, my favorite part of the story is, it then says, the men walked away. <laughs> they were like, no. <laughs> Not happening. They're like, yeah, you ugly. No. <laughs> if you were good looking, maybe. But uh, shortly after that, so the men walk away. The girls go back inside. Shortly after that, the two officers said they saw a man later identified as William Sullivan Gibson uh, and Aguilar, this this girl, uh, jump out of the apartment from a window and land on the ground below. So they're like, we don't need you stinking men to catch us. We're just going to use the ground. That's not good. So that's, that seems like a reasonable well, plan. Dan- <clears throat> I'm not done. I know, but what floor in case at Michigan State did that girl fall out of? That was only the second floor, right? No, I'm pretty sure she fell out of the fifth yeah. or sixth. That was the fifth or sixth, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So never mind. And she hurt herself good. Well, that's why I was like, man, and that she was only the fifth. an achievement. Yeah. So that works out. <laughs> exactly. She uh, fell 30 feet without dying. Achievement. She got a badge. That's right. Uh, officer said Gibson, who's the guy, was unconscious. The girl, Aguilar, appeared to have broken a wrist along with other injuries. So she made out pretty good. Uh, when asked why she jumped, she said, quote, because I'm the golden child and I don't want to get in trouble. How's that working out for you? <laughs> so now she's jumped out of a third story window and got in trouble. And your and your siblings now hate you. Yeah, right. And your wrist you is broken. Said that. And your wrist yeah. is broken. So bad, bad plan. Bad plan. Womp womp. 
Why? I, she must have been drinking because otherwise, she, why would she be afraid of getting in trouble? Just being at a party isn't usually right. get you in trouble unless you have alcohol in your system. Correct, Amundo, my friend. Uh, this is a good one, by the way. This is a great story. Lance Berg, 31, was stopped October 20th after Martin County Sheriff's deputies went to a reckless vehicle report on Southwest Martin Highway and Southwest Map Road. This is in, of course, uh, Florida, because everything crazy happens in Florida. It's uh, true. What's wrong with that state? A Mazda reportedly nearly struck a woman and also was doing donuts in a grocery store parking lot. Meanwhile, dispatchers gave the tag number of a Mercedes-Benz involved in a hit-and-run crash. The Mercedes almost got in a head-on collision with a person identified as the victim before backing into the victim's car and fleeing. What a nice man. He almost hits you head-on, and then he runs into you in the rear and then leaves. Uh, nice. A deputy stopped a Mercedes with a matching tag. The driver was this man, Berg who was trying to crawl over the center council when they stopped him. Uh, his fly was down, and the front of his pants were wet. Uh, oh, that's good. So they asked him. They asked him for his license and registration and proof of insurance. He handed over three Nicoderm CQ patches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. This is my license, registration, and proof of insurance. That's beautiful. Uh, the officer said, I noticed a strong odor of an unknown alcoholic beverage coming from him. You don't say. So he got out of the car and his pants fell down, of course. He started yeah, cursing and waving his arms and they found Miller High Life between the passenger seat and the console. So, you know. You know, if you're going to, you might as well drink something better. Yeah, I know, right? If you're going to get caught, get caught in style. Although, Miller High Life is the champagne of beers. <laughs> this is true. You know, I must say, wow. Oh, it gets better. Uh, oh. So he was in the back of the patrol car, and he's banging in the, on the back of the patrol car, and so they go back there, and he began yelling that the Germans were after us. Oh, gosh. So he's in the back of the car, and he just goes, the Germans are after us. The Germans are after us. Uh, his blood alcohol content was .227. That's high. Oh the legal limit is .08. So he was well double the legal limit. Perhaps he just really liked that show. Yes. Oh, Miller That's Hot. almost three times. That made an awful two. Twenty four would be three times. What now? Yeah. Yeah. Twenty four would be three times. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. Three times. He was over over three times. Or no, no, not over. Almost. 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 Um it's nuts. No, I mean when you get to that level, you'd think the Germans are after you. That shit crap. So it's pretty cool. Uh finally. A completely hammered. Now these every single one of these idiots have been I assume drunk. I assume the girl who jumped out of the window was drunk because why else oh, yeah. would you jump from three stories up when the party's getting busted? Getting in trouble. Yeah. yeah. So a completely hammered Manhattan lawyer got locked out of her apartment yesterday. Now, this is before, I think, the hurricane, but whatever. Um, this is in New York. Nearly lost her arm when, okay, so she gets locked out of her apartment and the natural way to get back inside is to jump down the garbage chute, right? Of course. Yeah, so that's what she did. Uh, yeah, she came no, home. That might be because of the storm. Maybe she was just totally panicked and crazy. <laughs> no, she was hammered. No, she was drunk. She was drunk. It says so in the first part of the story. Um, she was, uh, she came home from a long night in the town at 6 a.m. Oh my God. Yeah, she was out for a while. So she Ooh, was, yeah. she was stuck without the keys to her first floor apartment. Uh, a source in the building said the buzzed, uh, bomber, that's her name, had given her keys to a friend. Instead of calling the friend, 
She rang every bell until someone let her into the building. Uh, yeah, and then she had to get into her apartment, so she uh, figured that sliding down the trash chute would get her to the building's basement. And from there, she planned to go through the cellar and enter the building's garden, where she would be able to open a window into her own apartment and climb inside. For being for being drunk, that's a pretty elaborate, well thought out plan. <laughs> yeah, it is. Gonna lie. <laughs> Oh, I can go down the garbage chute and then go out the cellar and then break in the window from the garden. Boom. See, but I feel like even if you were sober and if you were sober and you had the thought, you're like, yeah, there's probably a different way to do this. I think my first drunk and you're like, yeah, all right. Yeah, because I don't think that would have ever dawned on me because the first thing I thought of should, I would have thought of was, oh, there's an incinerator at the end of that garbage chute. Yeah. And her arm got caught in the compactor, which triggered a motion detector. And uh, oh. yeah, so a piston oh. in the a piston in the chute crushed her arm, cutting almost oh. all the way through. Oh my god, that hurts. That's it. The the uh, the the, the uh, New York Fire Department source said it was barely hanging. Oh. Yeah, that's not. Oh good. man, she made a bad. That's choice. grody. Yeah, but that's you see, that's why you shouldn't go. See, the garbage chutes have advanced so much technologically. And now they have motion sensors and automatically firing pistons and all this stuff. Yeah. You should know that. That shit cray. That shit is cray. How'd they find her? Uh, I'm sure she let out quite a scream when her arm was cut off. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and I'm sure someone was like, what's that? <laughs> now, I don't think my first in- inclination would have been like, what's that? Let me check the garbage chute. But no. I'm sure after a while, someone... Uh... Well, the good news is that she woke up everybody in the building. Why? Yeah, yeah that's true. She was able to get in. Bringing on the buzzers, so. Yeah, exactly. That's, that is, there you go. The irony is everyone was awake because. Yeah. Oh, yeah, look at that. Uh, she's lived in the building for four years, but I don't think she's ever going to be able to show her face. No. In there again. Mm-mm. With her nub. Nope. Her stub arm. I don't know. Maybe so- someone might be uh, willing to lend her a hand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So you who do you vote that. for? Who do you vote for? I vote for the pantsless driver, man. The Germans are going to get us. I think my favorite part of the whole yeah, thing is handing over the nicoderm. Yeah. Whatever it was. Yep, that's the best. Nick I'm going with that guy, too. Uh, I'm going to go with this girl who was all like, garbage shoot, great idea. So that's my vote. No no love for the, uh, for the I'm the golden child, so I'm going to jump from three stories no. up. All right. Brienne votes for her. Brienne votes, yes, in spirit. Yeah. Uh, I, we'll vote. We'll vote absentee for her. Yes, she, she votes absentee. Early votes. Uh, early votes favor the Colorado University student. That's that's what the polling <laughs> yeah. data shows. But you know, it, it, it didn't didn't hold up. Yeah. So uh, yeah, voting. Well, in fact, the next time we have a show will be we're not going to do one on election day. That would be the next Tuesday. Uh, so we'll do one on right. Wednesday, the day after election day. So everyone, go out and vote. That'll be fun. Yes. I'm so ready to get rid of these friggin' campaign commercials. So ready. Yeah, I'm really tired of it. The one I'm interested, I, we're getting a lot for the Michigan Supreme Court now, and they have this set of judges that they that they tout in this one commercial, and they say the first two names of the judge, the judges, and they get to the last one, and the last one's name is Bridget McCormick, but they never just call her Bridget McCormick. They call her family advocate Bridget McCormick. But the other two don't and, get super uh, names? No one else gets a super name. That's, That's odd. Nice. I'm like, how do I get is this she distinction? Paying more for the ad? 
No, I just think that she somehow in her life decided that she was so damn great at advocacy that she was just like, I would like to be referred to as family advocate Bridget McCormick for the rest of my life. And how many times has she mentioned as such in the commercial? Twice. That's ridiculous. At the beginning and at the end. It's, it is very ridiculous. I want to be referred it's, to as something. What can I be referred to as? Uh, pumpkins. Smiles. Pumpkins. Pumpkin advocate. There you go. Pumpkin advocate Jacob Bodner. So if I ever run for office, I want to position myself as the advocate of pumpkins. Excellent. It's true. Cool. Awesome. All right. Uh, anybody else have anything they want to mention? Just want you to know that Kevin is sound asleep in his box. Well, at least he doesn't have to poop or pee. He probably does. Cool. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this here episode of Wednesday Interruption for Wednesday, Halloween, October 31st, 2012. Uh, we'll be back a little delayed next week due to the election. Um, but nonetheless, we'll go have... Go vote. Go vote. Um, and don't vote for all the stupid things that nobody knows, like, you know, like, you know, the nonpartisan ballot, pretty much the entire nonpartisan ballot. Uh, Michigan. No, no one knows. Well, in any state, no one knows the judges or the, or the you know, the, the school the Yeah, school but people board. should know them. Don't tell like people not to do that. No, no I, I think that's actually really good advice. Like, if you're going to vote absentee and you have time to look up these people, like, if you're actually going to put in the research, go, go for it. But if you're just like, I'm going to vote straight ticket Republican or straight ticket Democrat for the judges, like, you, that well, you, could be a horrible well, choice. Well, I don't know what it's like in most states, but in Michigan, they're nonpartisan, so you can't even yeah. do that. You, you either oh, just, no, no, no. Yeah, no, they, they run on parties in Illinois. Oh, okay. Well, no, no, no. Like, the judges have parties, well, but no, you, no, they they're not run on parties. Well, I mean, technically they're not part of a party, but the parties run ads. Like, the the ads for the group of judges with family advocate Bridget McCormick is the Democrat, you know, the, the Michigan Democrat Association or whatever, whatever, whatever. So it's like, right. it's the Democrats that run those ads. Family advocate Bridget McCormick. They have zero tolerance for child abuse. Really? Because Republicans love child abuse? And that's, like, and that's, doesn't well, that differs child. from my view, because I have, like, a 10% tolerancy for child abuse. Yeah. And so naturally. I can't, I can't vote for them. Like, I, zero's too low. <laughs> it's too low. Yeah. You gotta have some leniency there. If there was, like, 1%, all right. Yeah, fine. Zero. I mean, no I one am. believes you have zero tolerance. I mean, come on. Classy, uh, gentlemen. Yep. You're welcome. That's going to do it. God bless America. Sure thing. That's going to do it for this episode. I want you all to have a great week. I I ask you to do it, and I am... You're the great week advocate. I am the great week advocate. There you go. Uh, go. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Goodbye.